everybody. Welcome to a, a bit of a different uh, show here on a Friday night. Um, I was talking to Yogi earlier in the week and he was wanting to bring to everyone's attention about a convoy that's going on uh, the, uh, tomorrow for the um, closing the loopholes legislation that's currently uh, before Parliament being um been sort of negotiated, I think, would be the best thing to, to say at the minute. Um, so there's a national convoy tomorrow, and we decided that we would um, get uh, two guests on tonight from um, the National Road Freighters Association, who have been quite heavily involved in that, and that's the uh, Vice President, Glenn Castanelli, and another board member, Chris Rowe. So we... Um, we were aiming to start this a little bit after seven, but our good mate Yogi's been a little bit delayed tonight, so he's um, not far from home, and we've got the other two guys uh, just about ready to come on as well. So we might just go to a um, a few a few songs while we while we prepare for that. Um, I would encourage anyone if if you want to uh, text in perhaps and and ask some questions later on after you hear us talking on 0491-825-633 and uh, we can relay those questions to these two guys that are coming on. But they will talk about the legislation, a few other people that are involved um, and, and how the industry at the moment is actually um, banding together to uh, help create some change. So some of the some of the things that are going on may not be to the comfort of everybody, but we have to understand that we're probably at a stage of the industry really sticking together at the moment to um, to actually get some of this stuff through. So anyway, stick around, guys. Um, We'll be back shortly with a few guests. G'day, Yogi. How you going? <laughs> oh, Craig, how are you? Friday night. Welcome on the road, oh, listeners. On so, the road, everybody on the road on a Friday night. A little bit of a special broadcast tonight. That's it. Yeah. So, we, And welcome, Mr. Craig Forsyth of the radio. Oh, thank, thank you, mate. We've already had a little bit of an introduction while we've waited for you, and I, I will apologise <laughs> for you being late. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. We're only actually having a few drinks across the road with some neighbours there. Uh, a bit unusual yep. for us all to get together on a on a Friday half. And I said I've got yeah. to go because I've got to be on time because I'm always having a shot at the other guys for being late. <laughs> but anyway, I was late. Well, late, late to the party, but I think that's just transport, isn't it? Yeah, we're um, yeah, it's a bit going on today on a Friday, and we've um. Just got a big, uh, big fire sort of developing just north of town out in Catanning. So if you're in the vicinity, you're in the area, uh, keep an eye on Great Southern Highway. The wind's blowing in unfavourable conditions, but um, mm. yeah, just keep an eye out on the Great Southern Highway north of Catanning at the moment. There's a fairly large fire developing. So yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see what we can dig out about that. Yeah. So yeah, stay safe. So we will um, put a shout out to um, to Queensland Rail. They do support our live shows, so they do. You know, uh, size does matter. Apparently, know your truck and height. That's it. So remember, guys, mm. when you're out there on the road, 
And you come even up to the bridge, nah. have a bit of a look, eh? Have a bit of a look. Yeah. Even though you're tall on heights, the trucks vary between chassis heights and turntables and bits and pieces. So, yeah, look, it doesn't pay. It doesn't, doesn't hurt to uh, every now and then run a tape over stuff and know your truck in pipe. Well, you'd, you'd know exactly how high those stacks are on PJ, wouldn't you? 4.2 for everyone that thinks they're the biggest stacks they've ever seen. So they're not. They not are the dead. same as everybody else. Yeah. And that's always a good good um, thing if you've got something on your truck that you can gauge it off, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always like to um, know that my truck or the stacks were just a smidge higher than um, than the tippers. So if you hit your yeah, stacks, right. you knew that you were in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, he's going under a few low... Low things on farms or some low bridges. Oh, or if I had a dollar, exactly. If I had a dollar for everyone that said, "Oh, you hit my auger. Well, how high is your truck? Four point two. Well, it's the same height as mine. Yep. No, uh-huh. no, no. It is. It is. Mate. And yeah. it's very deceiving, PJ, because of the no bunk. Yeah. So you low low line bunk. So yeah. it looks like they're pretty high, and it looks like I'm compensating. But at the end of the day, we're doing all right. Yeah, so. you're just doing your job, mate. <laughs> 4.2, you know, you know your truck and height. Yes, know your trucking. Yeah. Size doesn't matter. So, mate, we had a, had a discussion here a couple of days ago um, and, and you suggested that we might do this last night, but I said... Yeah, oh. I did. We sort of thought about this last night. There's a fair amount of things going on this weekend uh, around uh, convoys and different bits and pieces and, and it all leads into closing the loophole. Mm. So there's a lot of people around that are going somewhere or doing something. So I thought, you know, Thursday night might be good. And then you went and told me that you were trucking last night. And that's yep. sort of – I was home, <laughs> for the record, ladies and gentlemen. On, on time? Radio, were you I on was time? Home. Home? I was at home on time, yeah, for sure. Thursday. I actually had a, a day off. I needed a, a day in my fatigue yesterday, so I had 24 hours off right. yesterday. Okay. I was right up on me sort of days that I'd been working, been across from the paddock. Yeah. Um, so I needed a day off. So I took yesterday, well, yeah, yesterday, today, sort of half day today, and then we're doing one day tomorrow, and then we're back, we're right Sunday home, and then we're back into it next week. So, just, so we'll balance her all out. But Just avoiding the, any of these blisters that you may get? Just Well, we don't see them, as <laughs> you well know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep, you've just got we're, different we're blisters bit, over there. Yeah, we only see them in May when the auditor tells me that I should have had a half hour break mm. in that five hour. So you get written up for stuff like that. So we are accredited and we are audited and we do all those sort of things. So, oh. so yeah, come up that um, we've got a couple of, couple of mates that have been uh, pretty well heavily involved in this closing the loophole and trying to bring about change. That's right. So, yeah, I, uh, I sort of thought, geez, it'd be nice to just pull a, a little Thursday show and we'll, um, you know, we'll, we, I say we, I don't really know much about this bill. Um, so I'm more than happy to get a couple of guests on and that know a little bit about this bill. They've been working in that space. They've, uh, they've been in the room as mm. such. They've been at the table. So it'd be it'd be nice, and if you if you're a little bit like me, I know there's a few listeners out there that are a little bit like myself, don't quite know what this is all about. Mm. So yeah, I thought it'd be a good idea to to get another perspective on what's going on. Well, I think you know it's helpful that everyone can understand what's going on and who's what what do we call it? These are the stakeholders. 
Oh, um, you know, the stakeholders oh, at round tables, it's all very important. Um, I'm holding a steak and eat in <laughs> one end. Like. At, at a, at a, at a <laughs> round be. table. So, but it, it is important to know um, and, and people out there that are probably observing at the minute and wondering, you know, should I go to these things, what do I do, what's it all about, um, then, then hopefully tonight we may, may be able to help a few people be a little more informed. So, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and, and has been, you know, it, it is legislation that is in front of Parliament. So, you know, there's things there that people love, and there's things there that people loathe. But, you know, it is important that we we sit here at the moment and and work together on those things. So, if there's something that we all agree on, uh, we should be doing, you know, everything in our power to make sure that um, we can get some resolve from that. Hmm. So, hmm. yeah. So there's there's convoys all across Australia tomorrow yep. kicking off. I'll, I'll run through a bit of a list if you're anywhere, sort of near anywhere, but the New South Wales ACT, you meet at Goulburn, uh, Victoria, Web Dock, uh, Brisbane will convoy at Darra, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you, Adelaide is Regency Park. Perth will meet at the TW office. In, in office for WA. Uh, Darwin was yet, yet to be announced. So I don't actually know Darwin. If anyone knows Darwin, well, let us know. But So that's uh, they're in every capital, every major city, there's something going on tomorrow. Now, so if you like or dislike what you hear today, go and have a look. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yep. But ho- ho- take take away from it, though, what, what changes people are trying to make and work out whether... There's something in that that does fit with you before, um, you know, we have this big outrage on on, on what's not quite right. Um, yeah. Now, what there's a few things that weren't quite right that we all agree on. Uh, well, so we all, me and Craig and, and a few others in our little group, mm. that, you know, the, the bill was interesting how it was introduced. Mm. There was a lot tied up in that bill, and I don't think anybody's seen that coming, but I guess now you've got to figure out how much you like and how much you dislike and, and uh, how far we push for a minimum standard and for a change within our industry that we love. Mm. Which we all do love. That's why we're here and we're, you know, trying to make things a whole lot better for everybody. So, yeah. Well, I used to love, when I was logging into High Plains, Craig, I used to love uh, we had a stick of reforestation for the next generation. Yeah, isn't that, that's a good one, isn't it? That's it's fantastic. It just meant so many things on so many different levels. So, so if we're replanting for the next generation, well, we, we need to iron out a few things that we've done wrong and and line up a few things that could be a lot better, and maybe make this industry as good as what we love it to be. Mm, so that's right. Well, so so come so so come across, but they come across. Yes, I I I suggested that we we probably need to get these two guests on and. Have a bit of a chat and see another side of the story, and um, yeah, you went trucking, but here we are on a Friday night. I know a lot of people are either just trying to get home or going home or parking it up, but if uh, it's it's not a Wednesday and it's not a Saturday, so it's definitely a Friday. So it can be political and and not as much as you want it to be. But anyway, tune in, good listeners, and uh, we'll uh, we'll find out what's going on very soon. You're right. Eh? We'll, we'll we'll go to a song and we'll um we'll get our guests on the on the line. And uh, we'll be right back, listeners. 
Welcome back, everybody. We've uh, we've managed to track down Glenn. G'day, Glenn. How are you? Good, thanks, Craig. It's uh, good. Um, Chris will be on here shortly. He's actually on the road on his way to Canberra, I believe, or yes, or somewhere in there, Goulburn. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, just trying to find a spot to pull up and have a bit of a chat. Uh, hands free is a little bit hard to hear. So, anyway, welcome yeah. to the show, Glenn. Yep, thanks. And I'll uh, turn it over to you, Yogi. You're the one with all the questions. Hi, thanks, thanks, thanks for coming <laughs> on there, Glenn. Thank you very much. Letting your Fridays be consumed with our little, uh, you know, the information session. We want to know. We want information out of you, mate. We know you've been in the room. We know you've spoken to people. So what what are we looking at here, mate? What is this closer loophole? Well, give us some a little bit about the legislation first. Okay, so the legislation excuse me for that. Um, the legislation is um, it's probably the hardest thing for people to grasp is that um, historically, us for transport people, we get legislation and rules and regulations delivered to us, and we just have to follow it. This legislation is completely different. This legislation gives us, yeah, it it gives us the tools that we need as as an industry. You still there, mate? Sorry, you still there, Glenn? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, sorry, mate, just dropped out there for a second. Oh, sorry, mate. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I've got four bars here, but yeah, Telstra's. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. That that yeah. needs to be part of the legislation. If you're paying for a phone <laughs> bill, we need to actually use the phone. Mm. It is terrible. So yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. like I was saying, this is completely the, the hardest part for people to understand is that there is actually nothing in this um, closing the loopholes bill. There's no, um, you know, we have to do this. There's no, we have to do that. It's um. It's actually just the framework for us as an industry to have a place to go, to be able to work together and set our own minimum industry standards. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got Chris here. He's, he's calling back in. So might, you might just have to go and hold here for a second, Glenn, but yeah. we'll, we'll no, bring mate. him in. Yeah, you know, Chris, you, we're actually live, mate. So, yeah, well, okay, well, okay. welcome to the show. You've obviously found <laughs> a, a safe place to pull up. Certainly did, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, just much uh, better to hear. Thank you, Chris, for j- coming on the radio and putting your little, uh, you know, uh, or your your two cents or ten cents or twenty dollars, a hundred dollars in. So we appreciate it, mate. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, right, time good enough to get a hundred dollars, Yogi. But anyway, that's yeah. right. <laughs> so yeah. is it about rates? Uh-huh. <laughs> so we got asked that question today. Yeah. So we'll just go back. Um, Chris Glenn was just talking about part of the legislation. So Glenn, we'll just get back to you on on what you were talking about. Um, yeah. As we yeah, t- so took Chris's call. Yeah. So yeah. So it's um the, the closing the loopholes gives our industry. That's virtually the toolbox to be able to um, have the tools to to set our own minimum industry standards, yeah. and th- there there is lots of protections in there for everybody to make sure that none of these standards affect them um, drastically. You know, like the RSRT did. So, you know, um, the 
it, it'll be run for the Fair Work Commission. And just one of the one of the things in the bill that I'll read to you now, which is that um, you know, all parties must be satisfied, and the Fair Work Commission must be satisfied that making the road transport minimum standards order will not unduly affect the viability and competitiveness of owner drivers or other similar persons. So we, we've had a lot of input into this being, um, you know, around driven RSRT and, and sort of agitating for its removal um, to make sure that there's, there's a safety net inside this closing the loopholes bill, that we can't be delivered anything that's going to adversely affect um, any individual group in transport. So it's, um, you know, it, it's a real... Mm. It's, it's a real piece it's a real really good piece of work that, it, that has had a lot of effort from everybody to, to put it together mm. um, who how many people involved in this when how, how many um, groups well the main groups are ourselves the nrfa the tw that road rtio and rtio is the australian road transport industry organization um okay. They're one, they're one of the two with the TWU um, registered parties allowed to deal um, on our behalf from transport with um, the Fair Work Commission. So um, we've also had recently come on board the ATA. Um, we've got the QTA, the VTA, CTA. Um, it's, we've got, we've, so you'd we've say got it's fair to say that there's a lot yeah. of transport industries on site yes there was um everybody is on site mm. <laughs> can i can i just jump jump in there sorry fellas can i just jump in there yeah. and yeah. also yep. mention uh, the fact that we've got um uh, a couple of major employers also have been heavily involved in it um uh, fbt have been uh, very very heavily yeah, involved and supported all the way through and uh, ACPS, I think it is, Glenn. Uh, that's the right, right letters. Yep. Um, ACFS. Yeah, 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 the yeah Arthur Tainer and yeah, Logistics the, Company. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep, yep. They uh, have been absolutely um, lockstep with it all the way through. And uh, they know from their point of view that if things aren't sorted out in this industry soon, even though they're major companies, that they will also... Um, uh, struggle uh, without without some um, standards being put in place. Mm. Hey, come on, yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, I was, we've also got Toll um, and Linfox as well, who are both um, behind what's happening at the moment. Mm. So these these are some players that in the past we would have uh, not really seen standing in a room holding hands together. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, sorry, it was a yeah. Not not sure how to ask that question, but um, so we, we're seeing people now who traditionally would never ever have stood together um, to to get the message out that there is change needed. And I I remember listening to Arthur talk in in a Senate inquiry or with uh, Glenn Stirl's inquiry about the fact that. They could actually get people from basically the gig economy to do work for for full units for less than what they were paying an employee per hour. 
and and this worried him because it was a race to the bottom and and that service would ultimately be disrupted because of this one day it's going to go bad yes yep exactly exactly um and then these larger companies um the minimum standard orders will protect everybody in the transport industry but the actual contractual chain orders um there will be ability to enforce contractual chain orders all the way up the contract chain and a lot of these big companies they'll um they'll have a contract you know that's that's been worth for the last five years 50 million dollars they say oh yep you can have that contract again but um for the next five years we we only wanted to cost 45 million dollars and if you don't like that then we'll have to go out to the market and um and find somebody who will do it for $45 million. And yeah, and, and that puts at risk all the investment that that company A is put into getting that contract to start with. Exactly, and we all know because, you know, we all, we're all in the transport industry. We we know that nothing, nothing has got cheaper. Fuel's dearer, trucks yeah. are ex- extremely dearer, and um, how, can, how can the price you did it for the last five years... Um, be more than what you what you're going to get for it yeah. in the next five years. Particularly when and 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 as sorry you had to interrupt. And as, as we all know, um, um, when you're placed in a situation like that, the temptation then becomes: what corner do we cut? Mm. Where can we where can we save a little bit? Where can we if we're going to perform this contract and keep this contract? How do we you know where where do we save a little bit out of it? You know, so whether that's passing it down the line to a subcontractor and sort of leaving it to him then to be the one that has to sort it out, whether, uh, you know, uh, whether we start uh, uh, delaying maintenance and all those sort of things. And and this closing the loophole legislation will prevent any of that from happening. Mm. Now, now, Chris, you've done a couple of Ks in your time and been around the block and been... um been involved in um, some stuff in like in Razorback that goes back many many years. In 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 my view, the the industry is actually sh- showing a fair bit of unity at the moment. W- what's your opinion on that? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a funny thing, you know. It's, not, it's, it's funny you brought up the Razorback thing because we we've been led to believe all along that it was unity that. Um, and, and there was, there was a great deal of unity um, with uh, Razorback and Razorback itself, you know, was, was where the blockade started. But the, the blockades of 79 would have never succeeded if it had only just been Razorback. It was because there was blockades all over the nation. We had, we had uh, blockades at West Wyalong and Yass and uh, Calcalo and um, Tokemall and Aratula and you, you name it, they were all, all over the place, everywhere. Mm. This was in the days before we had any mobile phones or uh, internet or anything like that. It was word of mouth. But um, while, while there was unity then, some of it had to be, uh, some of the unity had to be um, persuasive, <laughs> perhaps, Craig. Um, <laughs> yeah. there, were, there were some people who uh, didn't want to stop and... Um, and so uh, a little bit of persuasion was occasionally required to um, to, to gain that unity. Mm. Um, this this what we've got going on now. Uh, again, even um, some people have been a little bit slower getting to the party than others. You know, we've uh, 
this 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 process has all started off in 2019 when Glenn Stirl started having um, industry uh, standards forums in Canberra, and then we went into the uh, Senate inquiry, and um, um, then we had the uh, which the you know the, the handing down of the um, without trucks Australia stops. Uh, uh, recommendations out of the Senate inquiry, yeah. uh, and that's what was basically then used to put together what we now have is this closing loopholes bill. Um, gradually, people have become more and more on board and more unified. If we, and none of us want to, but you, you can't sort of look at unity without going back to 2016, and God help we ever get there again. But, but the, yeah. industry was, the industry was totally fractured in 2016. Um, one, of, one of the people who's been heavily involved, involved with us, in, as we all know in our association, Gordon McKinlay, well, let's not hide anything behind a, uh, a barrel here. Gordon and I were at absolute loggerheads in 2016. And I continually, you know, I'll, I'll tell you here, I continually wrote... Um, letters to the editor in any uh, any of the transport papers that I could manage to uh, be uh, critical of Gordon in uh, a lot of what he was doing without ever mentioning his name, of course. Um, and uh, you know, it's sort of we've now got to the stage where we can work together, and we're where we should have been all along, and that's damn good mates. I would say now, you know. Mm, yeah. um, uh, and and this is it's the sort of unity and maturity that's grown. In, uh, in the industry through this whole process and um, I think we all know and understand that it's uh, Senator Glenn Stirl who, who who originally started this all off and his thing all the way through this and his, his main uh, driving um, uh, you know sentence that he uses all the time is there's far more that unites us as an industry than the, what divides us and mm. I think we've all started to mature enough now to see that, and um, and and now we've got to grab this chance that we've got and use it. Mm. Well, that, yeah. that's so so true, and it's you know, yeah. Chris, we, we've had that discussion here for many years, I suppose, um, about unifying the in industry and the power that it could have if if we could just only stand together. Well, that's 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 the thing, you know, and I mean. Uh, as I said, like uh, you know, Gordon and I are at absolute logheads. Uh, I, you know, I'm sure even that, that you know a group like Nat Road, um, you know, probably I was equally at logheads with uh, with Warren Clark in uh, in a uh, you know with, with the attitude that they had in 2016. But they've now um, you know seen where there's a, a chance here to unite, and Warren, to his credit, has, has come on board and uh, brought Nat Road on board with him. And um, again, it's one of these things where it's really, really making a difference. You know, people are starting to understand that we really can. We're, and, and, and even with the TWU, like let, let, let's be real here. Like, like there'll be a lot of people rail hard against the idea that we be involved with anything with the TWU. Um, yeah. You know, like that, that there's a lot of people that would find that hard to accept. A lot of people in our part of the industry that would find that hard to accept, but. You know, the, the TWU have been nothing but accommodating to the whole industry all the way through this. And, um, you know, as, uh, as you'd be aware, Craig and Yogi, um, 
uh, the TWU were a major contributor to a fund to help um, people uh, compensate people to get to the rest area committee uh, meetings in Canberra. You know, yeah, that's uh, right. They the, were. The, 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 the TWU have contributed to that uh, in a big way financially to help, you know. Um, so uh, the TWU are probably a different animal too to what they were in 2016 and or in 1979. You know, the TWU get a lot of flack for the fact that they didn't uh, support the uh, blockades in 79. But, um, like, how long do we keep going on with that sort of silly stuff? Because, um, you know, like, I always sort of say, like, um, in 1939-45, we're at war with Japan and Germany, and now they're our trading allies and partners. And mm, that's right. we should yeah. be looking at each <laughs> of the other. We should, should, we should be looking at each of these other transport um, uh, groups where we may not have all been in agreement to say that hey, we can do this. You know, I think the the key word there, Chris, is maturity. Um, yeah, and that's where I've noticed in the last couple of years that. This, that's grown. Um, also, the respect f- for each other's groups and what they do and who they stand for. So, every group's set up to to lobby for a certain thing. So, it, it may not, you know, if you've got an employer group and an employee group, obviously there's going to be a difference of opinion. But I think we've come to the point now where everyone realizes for a sustainable industry that all those groups need to work together. Um, we've we are actually now at no choice. This is where we're at. We have to. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Uh, what about you, Glenn? Yeah, look, I agree. Um, we, we're the race to the bottom is on. You know, as you're heading up the highway now, you, you're seeing blokes in cars towing caravans between states, blokes towing trailers with freight on behind their cars. You know, if, the way it's going is it, it, it's just a total wreck to the bottom, you know. Um, I had Mark Reynolds with me um, yesterday and he said there's people carting cars for 33 cents a kilometre. You know, so they're charging a dollar to put three cars on the back to, to wow. pay a dollar a kilometre. You know, like, that is absolutely ridiculous and if that, that is not safe, sustainable or viable. Mm. You know? yeah. And that's all part of this gig economy that's, that's coming at us with a rush, let alone let alone what we've dealt with over the years and uh, um, putting up with uh, some of the major um, major uh, freight forwarders dictating our uh, our prices and rates. Um, this this sort of stuff is coming with a rush, and that's that's part of the reason why um, some of the uh, some of the major companies now suddenly see the the light that they need to be involved in this. You know, and even even some of those associations who might not traditionally have been wanted to be involving in, in this are, you know? Yeah. Well, well it's Ooh. good to see. It's a pleasant change. So, Yogi, you, you probably were after yeah. some more specific information on the legislation, um, who, who it helps. Does it help Yogi in WA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably a lot of things that we, you know, and we've had this discussion on numerous uh, um times before we go on the radio, like, it kind of really doesn't affect us out here in the West. So, and I know I'm one truck, one trailer, I'm fully independent. I, I get a little bit worried and a little bit concerned when when you hear it's going to direct or top end of town. Like, so I go direct to customer. There's no doubt, right? Most of my work is direct to customer. I don't have anyone between 
me and the customer. So when when we talk, they're they're my top end of town. So I get really nervous when I hear, you know, that we're going at the top end of town about this, we're going at the top end of town about that. So I'm I'm direct to farmers and farmers for us are everything here it is. So so we get I get a little bit concerned about the idea of rates. I get a little bit concerned about the idea of where it is and we, we were probably at loggerheads in 2016 was the best of them out here in the West, fighting for what we thought was right or wrong at the time. Um, so I'm very, my eyes are wide open to what's coming. I want to be a part of what's coming, but I don't know where to be a part of and what to be, you know, where to be seen to be heard. So what do we need to do and what's it going to affect us? Well, the, the, probably the way it will affect you, Yogi, is, um, well, first I'll, I'll say is it'll, it'll probably bring the rest of the country up to, to the standards that you enjoy because you're in a jurisdiction in the country that does have minimum industry standards that everybody over there in a truck has to have accreditation. Everybody has to have these things in place and, and has to have them audited. We're over on this side of the country. Anybody yeah, that's who can, true. <laughs> anybody who can buy a truck can can go out with with no systems or, or compliance in place and go out and get work. Um, so for for one, it'll probably give you a bit more protection from what's coming, which is this um, this gig economy and these people who are coming into the industry that don't understand those um, systems and processes that you need to have in place to to run a um, a safe and viable business. You know, that, that's probably the, the most direct um, you know, effect this will have on you is, is it'll protect you. It'll protect the guys over in WA from the companies coming over there and doing freight for nothing because they don't have any minimum standards. Mm. They, they don't find out they yeah. need to be accreditors until they're pulled up on the side yeah. of the road. Yeah. And and can we just get away from this idea and I know it frustrates the living hell out of Glenn Stirl and there's never been a mention of rates in this no. whole process yes. anywhere. Yes. Nobody yes. is telling anybody yes. anything about rates. It's simply yes. not there, you know. Um, I've only having this discussion have... with an owner-operator today. Mm. So tune yep. in tonight. That's oh, well, what about the rates? It's not going to be about rates. That's right. Um, we need minimum you standards. Know, it's, about, oh, yeah. it's about standards. And, and look, if, if all the standards are, are, are adhered to... Um, and if you're not competing against someone Yogi, that that uh, that uh, is is not adhering to the standards, if you have, if, if everyone that's going to quote on a job that you're quoting on is working under the same uh, set of standards, then then it's going to, in, in a lot of cases, protect you rather than threaten you. Yeah, it's good, and that's so. This is what we we want to hear. This is what I want to hear. You know. I mean, doing accreditation in the West does my head in. Obviously, it's a good thing and it works. And I don't understand how you're not accredited in the East. I really don't. I don't understand how you're not at a minimum standard. We know the minimum, what we've got to be here in WA. And I think, yeah, I think, again, we we sort of reign supreme in the transport industry in the West. (laughs) What can say that? (laughs) (laughs) Who's trumpet are you blowing there, mate? Well, yeah, I know, I know. But the one thing about WA is they are a long way in front with their industry as far as transport goes. We're a long way in front with what what can and can't happen on the roads um, with what they've pioneered. And I think West Australians are very good at making it happen. Mm. When they need something, they make it happen. 
I get concerned with main roads the way they're carrying on out here at the moment that they're turning things around and and really not paying attention. But you know, we're, we're one one battle at a time on a Friday night. I'm on the road radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And look, like I said at the start, probably the the hardest thing for people to understand about this is that there is no rate, there is no um, laws that you have to follow. There's nothing in in this legislation. It, it it just gives us the ability to, as a as a unified industry, to make to make those um, not rates, but to make those changes to the industry that we need to to protect the livelihoods well, of everybody in it. I suppose if it, if it always relate back to the stock industry. I always think the stock industry must be charging the same because they've all got the same twenties and forties. They run the roughly the same combination, so they're all going to charge roughly the same. So I suppose they're at a minimum standard mm. of where they are. So I guess if we're all at that minimum standard, like you've got to have your truck service every X amount of cases, you've got to show what you do, you've got to do this, you've got to understand that you need this accreditation to be in this part, you need that permit to do that. So that's becoming a minimum. So I suppose you're, you're right in what you're saying there, Glenn, is that it almost brings the minimum without thinking about the minimum. We're already at that point. So if you're not working on money to cover all that time and effort well you're not going to cover anything else your money's not going to be there so so the money will eventually flow if we can if we can get the minimum right mm. that's right look people's competitiveness shouldn't be um cutting corners on on driver wages on um on maintenance and you know on safety that's <coughs> that's the argument yeah at, at, at um, the uh, Senate inquiry meeting that was in Sydney a few weeks ago, I think uh, I think you were tuned into that one, Craig. Yeah. Um, the uh, one stage there was a question asked. Well, your phone's just gone a bit scratchy there. So, sorry, sorry, is that better? Oh, right. Yeah, better. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Okay, there was a question asked um, at that Senate inquiry, and it, it was one of the senators. Uh, it said they'd had some concern from the National Farmers Federation about how this might add to their costs, right? Um, now, my only thing about that was, you know, if, if it means just means that we're, everyone's going to be working to a standard and that those loopholes that some people use when they're working for, for farmers, if they're going to be closed up and so everybody's going to be actually working legally and properly and not using bodgy... Uh, um, budgie, uh rural uh, registrations and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, you know, uh, do, do they really are they really prepared to? Uh, you know, do they really want their costs kept down by people doing um, illegal things? You know? mm. I think part part of that with with the legislation, you know, it helps to to change that. But we have to understand that the cost of this legislation is nowhere as prohibitive as what some uh, retail associations or federations may try to put across. We we see fluctuations within the price of goods every day that in no way is relevant to the to the transport costs. It you know, you've got too much of it this week, so let's put it on special. Um, we haven't got as much as that this week, let's put the price up a bit, you know. We, we all saw what can happen to a, a simple commodity such as toilet paper through a crisis. 
Now, that had nothing to do with transport or anything like that, um, but the price goes up and the, and the demand changes. So whenever, whenever big retailers talk about what effect something like this legislation will have on the cost to consumers, it, it's, it's so minimal that, you know, it's not even worth talking about. And someone else in the chain can probably take a pill and get over it and, and wear that. Um, what it might do to everybody out there listening and shops at, at all our major retailers is it may save the life of your brother or sister or someone else on the road that 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 hasn't been put under pressure from from these um, driving down the price, you know. At, uh, yeah. at that same Senate inquiry in uh, Sydney, uh, Craig um, Gordon McKinley um, drew a bit of um, media attention um, in a couple of newspapers um, when he said that that you know the consumer would wear the price, but of course. Um, then pointed out that the price would be a very, very minimal cost anyway. You know, and as we all know, we've all heard the old equation. You know, like 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 one cent a kilo. Most commodities were are sold by, by by weight. You know, so one cent a kilo equates to uh, two hundred and forty dollars a ton. You know, so um, mm. it's 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 a fairly simple maths equation that you can add. Yeah. So, um, but 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 it, but I sort of disagreed with Gordon a little bit when he said that. The consumer would have to wear it because, God help me, all of these major corporations and major uh, retailers are bragging at the moment about extraordinary profits, absolutely extraordinary profits. So what would be wrong with them just trimming the profit just a little bit to make that, uh, you know, and this is where Yogi's question about going after the big end of town was, what would be wrong with just a fraction of that, that mammoth profits that these... Uh, major corporations are making being directed back into us so that we can provide, as you say, Craig, a safe outcome so that somebody's brother or sister or mother or father aren't tangled up in something that goes wrong. Mm. And it's not about, mm. you know, b- being in a, a, a communistic or a capitalist state of mind. It, it's about fairness and it doesn't mm. matter which, which side of the fence you lean on there. We, we all should have a little bit more respect for our fellow human being to understand that, you know, wh- why are we having record profits um, when there's a cost of living crisis? So I, I understand people invested money and need to make, make a return, but do you need to make a return that's that absurd that someone else suffers? And, and, and the answer to that is just no, you, do, you don't. So I, can, I, can, I, mean, I can never understand why you pay for parking at a hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's in there against their will, whether mm. no one ever wants to go to hospital, yet you've got to pay for parking and through the roof mm. to go and park at the hospital to see them. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's that same sort of style of thinking. So. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the, the bigger end of town can still make money. There's there's no no question about that. And and when we do talk about a cent a kilo, you know, it, it most people wouldn't even know um, – when they when they do their grocery shopping, like you know, did your Omo go up by three cents this week or not? Who who would know? Yeah, you wouldn't. No, yeah. just you just wouldn't. Look, look at the um, look at the price of lamb at the moment. Like lamb is is still very expensive in the supermarket, and I was on a meeting today, and and they were they were talking about um, sheep being two dollars over in WA. Mm. 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. So the, the whole markets there have, have um, gone down, yet the price in the supermarket hasn't changed. That goes goes in tame with most commodities. You know, they go up and down. But whenever they go up, the price in the supermarket will change. When they go down, nothing ever happens. So, you know, there is there is profits there that can be shared or – but it's, it's not even sharing a profit. It's just paying the right money. So if you went into the supermarket and picked up your um, your, your bananas at three ninety nine a kilo and said to the, the lovely person at the checkout, sorry, today I'm only giving you $2.88, you know, are you going to walk out of there with bananas at $2.88 or not? <laughs> and, and no, you won't. And you, you might be escorted. Um, but that's about <laughs> it. So, but that's what retailers and that do to primary producers and 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 the the um, transport industry. So, no, we're not paying for that. You know, when, whenever a a retailer is dictating the price of transport or a wholesaler dictating what it costs to transport goods, we know then that something's wrong. So, if this legislation can help fix that. Well then, I, I fully support it. Um, so. Yeah, well, it, it will give us the tools as an industry to to fix that. Mm. Yeah. The only, the, the other, the only other thing is that we all have to have our eyes completely wide open. If we think that that whole um, problems with the industry are going to be, you know, when this when, when this bill get, it gets passed, if it's going to be a magic fix to it all overnight, no, it's not. Because there are so many hoops and hurdles, because of the, the bad experience of 2016, um, the, the government's probably being overcautious with some of their uh, ways they've gone about this. That there'll be so long a process to go through, um, and when they set a standard, um, that, that a, a lot of it will will take a very very long time. It's going to have to be very considered all the way through, you know. So. Um, so uh, that's just something to bear in mind too. Nothing, you know. I know, Craig, you're working on the uh, on, on the uh, rest area committee, and yep. people uh, people are, are frustrated with the fact that, that there's not 20 new new parking bays built around the country already. You know. Yeah. Um, well, it's because there is going to be a process to follow, and uh, <coughs> unfortunately, that's just all there is to it. You know, like the uh, that's there is going to be a process to follow, but things will. The, the, the big thing I think will happen is that just the mere fact that there'll be um, the chance of legislation affecting you might just cause people to change their ways anyway. Mm. Well, that's, you know, sometimes the threat of change is enough for people to yep. act prior um, yep. to understand that, well, this, these, this, these laws are going to change and the industry may have a bit more power. So... So, you know, big companies will get in front of that, yep. and, and particularly for their own PR to say, look what we're doing. So, <coughs> you know, like we were talking about there today, Chris, the, the power of unity is is massive. So, you know, if if the industry threatened tomorrow that they weren't going to deliver toilet paper, you'd have a crisis by Monday morning. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, we, we saw what happened through COVID and – but. You know, so the 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 unity here is very important. So, uh, j- just moving back to the convoys tomorrow. So we've 
we've talked about the legislation. So, what's going on tomorrow? Um, the uh, the convoy in uh, Canberra. It's uh, you know, there's, there's no uh, sugar cutting. It's, it's largely uh, TWU um, driven, um, and uh, it's TWU people that'll be there, and from some of those larger companies too, Toll, Linfox. Uh, and all those sort of people will supply trucks and uh, people to it. Um, I think I'll probably be realistically the only, uh, the only, um, you know... Um, Owner-operator? Uh, Owner-operator up and down the highway operator that's uh, likely to be there, but that's fine. I'm, uh, I'm quite prepared. But but also, while, while it's TWU-driven, the TWU have been exceptional in allowing us to uh, keep our our NEFRA um, signage and uh, so we'll be there uh, in, 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 front of the, in front of the media and everything as NEFRA supporting the TWU. We're not the same. We're, we're not... We're, we're, we're totally independent and fiercely independent from the TWU. Yeah. But we're still happy enough to work along with them. You know, like uh, um, I often sort of say colloquially uh, and uh, I know Michael Kane will hate it when he hears it but... Uh, the TWU will get the lawyers' guns and money, you know. So mm. uh, let's let's make use of that, that what they have and um, and get the outcomes that we need. That's right. But you know, every day Michael Kane's got to walk out his office door and look at a National Road Freighters Association banner hanging on a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, obviously he he doesn't mind that. Otherwise, he'd probably ask for it to be ripped down. <laughs> <laughs> so mm. yeah. Just to anyone who's walked the halls of um, the senators, that's you know that's what goes on there. So we, uh, the National Road Fighters, have a very um, very supportive senator in there. Yep, we do. He's been great all the way along. Yeah. So these yeah. Um, these convoys are going on in every capital city, and Yogi, I think you read out earlier where they're all starting from. Yeah. You want me to flick back to that? Yeah, mate. So, yeah, so the ACT, New South Wales ACT, the Canberra Convoy, they're going to meet at the Goulburn. They're going to meet 8, 8 a.m. in Goulburn and travel down the freeway to Canberra, arrive on the uh, on the lawns of the Parliament House, pre-midday press conference. Um, down in Victoria, it's a 6.30 a.m. start at Web Dock. Um, and then they'll depart. And head towards no, to, uh, sorry, yeah, to, uh, start at TGE at Web Dock, and then uh, yeah, and head that way, head down a few streets, and return to Web Dock. Uh, Queensland seven thirty a.m. start. Uh, the media will be there at nine thirty, so they're obviously having a bit of a sleep in, and uh, <laughs> you running in Queensland will be up a little bit early. Um, yeah, so they're starting at uh, Bernoulli Street, Bernoulli Street, Darra. Uh, and if you want to see the route, you can view that on Google Maps. If you want to just pick that one out, I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading off the road freighters uh, email. It's all yeah, lovely, right. Uh, eh? Sent out. So that so, was yeah. that was posted up there today, Glenn, on on road freighters Facebook page as well. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was. And and we've so got SA. Yep, SA's eight thirty start nine nine a.m. for media. Start at Regency Park. And uh, and head back down, head, head through various streets, and the same. So, and then WA assemble at Chisholm Crescent, Qdale at the TWU office, and then they'll end up down the Leach and Abernathy and 
Quinana and Mitchell and, and, and back at Orong. So, yeah, so there's plenty, plenty of options, plenty of lot going on. So, you know, I, 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 I want to ask a big question here, boys. What, so what, what stops all this big loving? Like, I, I can hear the interstater in the background going, you're all singing Kumbaya, my love. What what stops it? You know what 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 are we going to do about? Like I I I'm young. We we get it. I've only been trucking 27 years. I've been an owner operator for 11. Right, so I'm very young at this. But you know, I haven't seen the history, and I haven't seen people work together. I don't understand why we're not all working together, and I don't understand how we can't get a good result if we all get together. So what stops this? You know what stops? What are we going to do to stop people from going? Yeah, what are we going to do about this? You know, some people going. This is just a big loving from everybody. You're not getting anything done. What can we do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, be free, boys. Be free. <laughs> apart from apart from uh, taking the same sort of an attitude as I was explaining earlier, <laughs> that happened during the blockade. Um, but we won't go there. Um, one of one of the uh, one of the um, some of the doubters recently have thrown out the, the thing about uh, why haven't we gone down the road of partisanship? Um, now partisanship, part of, you know that's that's been mentioned by uh, a couple of people on uh, the podcast and everything that that you know why have we waited till now um, and why aren't we getting why didn't we do something earlier about getting partisanship? Well. Um, through the whole process, the opportunity was there for all sides of government to, uh, to participate. Right, right through from the industry standards forums to the, to the Senate inquiry, um, to, uh, the, uh, the bill itself. There's always been the opportunity for partisanship, you know. Uh, just, just break the word down. Part, um, by, by partisanship, actually. By, break the word down. Yeah, by, by partisanship. Yeah. Means, by means two. Uh, part, uh, partisan parties, so two parties, you know, so, um, and, and, uh, that's, that's what it needs. It takes two parties to be bipartisan. So, um, like the opportunity's been there all along for the other side of, uh, politics to be involved in it. They haven't taken the opportunity to be involved in it. So, um, we've, we've pushed ahead to, to get where we are, you know, mm. so, um, yeah. So, some of that's very frustrating at times, isn't it, Chris, when, you might talk to your local member, which I do up here, and he's, he's national, and um, they support what you're doing. Yet, in in they stand in there and in the um, the green and red chambers, and all of a sudden they don't. It's it's very disappointing to see that the the person that you elected um, to be your representative in the Australian government doesn't actually represent you. They represent a party. Yeah, I'll give you another example, even even more serious than that, Craig. And I won't mention names here. I'll be very, very careful about what I'm saying here because yeah. it really is. <laughs> just, yeah. just going a bit <laughs> scratchy there again, Chris. Or... So, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I, I just need to uh, be a little, little bit careful about what I'm saying here. But um, we had a meeting in uh, one of the times recently when we we're in Canberra with a, uh, a crossbench senator. Um, and uh, we thought we were sort of doing okay in getting them to uh, 
be supportive of the uh, of the legislation. When all of a sudden they their their attitude changed and 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 it came down to basically um, that they had a beef with the current prime minister because he cut some of their staff. Yeah, so right. Because their staff had been cut, they weren't about to support this legislation. Wow. Now, you know, that's just blown politics to the absolute nth degree, you know. They're quite... This, this, and, and, and it quite surprised me because I've had a lot of time with this, Senator. Um, for them to sort of take that road, that they are quite prepared to see some of the things that have gone on in our industry that aren't good continue... Because they've got a beef with the Prime Minister not supplying them with staff, you know. Yeah. Just sort of, that, that, that just really sort of shocked me about the way politics gets played, I suppose, you know. Yeah. That's that's a that's a challenge, isn't it? Like, um yeah, we we do elect our officials so you know, they should be acting on, on how their electorate feels, not just what what the party line is. Yep, and um, I was going to say, in, in response to Yogi's question, though, probably the thing that could bring this undone is what what um, Chris mentioned earlier was the time it takes for things to come through. So there's there's things that have been people who have been um, really critical of this legislation, and quite clearly, like I've listened to a lot, a lot of the criticisms, and quite clearly, the people who are criticising it don't understand it. And that they actually haven't taken the time to read it, and that's that's probably the the biggest um, threat we have to to our unity at the moment is that we've got agitators who, because it doesn't contain this or because it doesn't automatically fix this problem, and with the time that's going to take for um, minimum standards orders and contractual chain orders to come through, that the knockers will 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 get a run on and and they'll get support. And that's that's probably the biggest threat we have to this legislation and this unity as yeah. a as an industry at the moment. Yeah, and and the, and the very uh, the other the other thing about it, Glenn, is um, the, the very people who are going to criticise it for being too slow were, would have been the same people who were criticising the RSRT for acting too quickly and without involving the other the, the, the rest of the industry. You know, one of the reasons why it will be a little bit. Um, drawn out this process is because there is an absolute determination that um, that the people at the coalface, us, are consulted and and, and uh, brought into every decision that's made, and that's why it will take a little time to happen. Because um, you know, uh, you know, I've heard, heard another industry uh, commentators sort of say, "Oh, why can't they just make a decision and get on with it?" You know, like buddy, well. When we made a decision in 2016 and got on with it, um, all of a sudden the world erupted because nobody liked the decision, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, see, I, I live in that yeah. world. I, I want to be... I, I want a decision, you know? Like, yeah, it frustrates me we take so long to get anything done. You, and you I, just want I'd the like, baby, you don't want the pregnancy. No, well, we understand you've got to be pregnant, but I just don't want to be, you know, going too long into labour. I don't want to be there for days on end. I just want to get it done. Look, I understand yes. the rewards of getting pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Good fun. So, so, some of those things that, that, that everybody does agree on now that that, um, that we, we know need to be changed in this industry, like, you know, unpaid waiting time and is it, you know, um, uh, 
payment terms and things like that. Well, hopefully they can be dealt with in a in a speedy a speedy manner. You know, but but it's still got to have that protection that if there is an affected party that that feels that they need to be heard, that they um they do get heard. Yeah. Mm. So when, once this legislation goes through, how, how long do you think it will be before the systems are set in place for, you know, for people to actually go in front of a tribunal or something and and get some decisions made? I'd say um, this is probably a great question to bring up, Craig, at the that's for Road Faders conference <laughs> because you'll actually have all the parties there. Yeah. Um, and but but it will be we would expect that the the simple things the easy things like I just mentioned um, you know like it could it could be fuel levy like I know one of the big associations thinks that there should be just just one standard fuel levy calculation for for, for the industry you know um, so it could be that um, they might come up within the first couple of months once once things are put in place and the right the, the, the system is created I'm sure like I'm, I'm an advocate for picking something really simple that everybody agrees on to test the system out straight away to, to make sure it works like 20 yeah, metres it's going to work <laughs> yep yeah. Well, yeah. 20, 20, 20 metres is, is in another that's in um, something else altogether mate <laughs> yeah well, that, <laughs> oh, that's all I want I want a big bunk I want to put my jeans on standing up <laughs> that's all I want yeah. I don't really care about anything else mm. yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, tw- twenty meters is coming, mate. Mm. Yeah. But it'll come through a different mechanism. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, I'll ask um, both Glenn and, and Chrissy, who, who've been in the room. I've been in some meetings there, but um, from afar, and haven't always been able to participate to the fullest extent. But when when we're looking at this bill, and and we do have um, have to ask a question about. You know why? Why wasn't this a, a legislation introduced on its own, um, just to suit transport? Um, so we're in, in a much bigger picture. Do, do you guys have an answer for that, or is this something that lays back on the on the political lawyers and and things like that? Um, I'll go first if you like. There's actually a lot of parts in this bill that do relate to transport. You know, for, for an extent, the same job, same pay for anyone on an EBA. So we've we've known of companies. There's one big company up north that um, hired um, hired staff through a, an employment agency, so it could um, pay them um, less than the enterprise bargaining agreement they had in place for their company employees. Um, you know, which which was a, a disadvantage to drivers. So that's that's certainly. Um, something that does affect the transport yeah. industry. So, so at the yeah. moment, yeah. One, one transport company could have four or five different um, arms of of employment. That you're right there, Yogi. You yeah. carry yeah, on. Another yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, back to that. So you could have a a um, an in, a company that employs drivers through four or five, six, seven different mm-hmm. employment arms. Exactly. Look, if you've had a, a you know, drivers and a business who have come together and they've smoked the peace pipe and they've decided that this is what we're going to reward you drivers with, and that, and then 
some new boom camera comes along and says, oh, geez, we could, why don't we start this company over here and start paying, and we'll pay those drivers less, mm. you know, and, and get them to do the same work. And then all of a sudden, every driver that leaves the um, the company that they smoke, the, the employees that, that work for the main company that smoke the piece pipe with the um, owner and everything, um, they'll, as they leave, they won't be replaced, you know, and, and they'll circumvent the um, that's a loophole that's available for for any industry at the moment, and it does affect transport. You know, um, the um, uh, the what was it um, manslaughter for um, workplace death? That's you know what what industry has the most deaths? You know, in Australia. Mm. You know, ask yourself that question. That affects transport. There's so many other parts of it, and. And then we've also got the gig economy um, part of it. Now, um, we all know that future truck drivers are people who, um, who who are conditioned to get a job and pick things up and drop them off. Well, those people normally start with a car license um, in a taxi. You know, in the old days, that's where I started. Um, in in, in days, the back seat of a taxi, did you say? <laughs> Yeah, sorry, mate. Just yeah. sort of put a, yeah. a bit of a spin yeah, so on that, that one. Today, a bloke, yeah, today, a bloke who's got a, a car license, he gets a job, you know, or he get he goes and does Uber in his car. Those guys need to be protected, and they are they are our little cousins. They're little, our little brothers in the transport industry, mm. and to, to to say that they don't deserve to be in this um, closing loopholes built. Um, because you know, they are our future truck drivers. They'll go and get their medium rigid license and they'll slowly move up and next, you know, within five years they could be driving a truck heading towards you on the highway. You want them to be um, you know, looked after just like we are. Mm. Yeah. Well, try, yep. trying to look after us, that's, you know, hopefully that's where the yeah. legislation's going. That, um, you, uh, you sort of, sort of uh, threw it out to me as being the old fart there a while ago, Greg, and having, having the history uh, behind me. I, I um, didn't say the old fart. I just said you uh, might have done a few well, more I, miles yeah, and a couple of us. That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. Either way, I'm happy with it. Yeah, but um, you are older than us too, I, I will say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What anyway, uh, but, but what I'm wondering what up is that, that this industry and business in general really but but certainly our industry probably uh, has made a uh, has become exceptional over the years has been exceptionally good at it and that is finding and creating loopholes now if you want to go right back and as we've started off this conversation but I, you know we probably shouldn't hang around it too much but in the days of razorback um with the road tax that was uh, the you know the issue road tax was the issue then um, there was a, a loophole at the time where you could register your vehicle with a straw company in South Australia, and while ever you did that and paid your road tax in South Australia, you didn't have to pay it in any other state. So the people that had the wherewithal behind them to be able to do that, and uh, there was an address, one Sandstone Avenue, Narracourt, where half the East Coast fleet of Australia was registered at one stage. Um, uh, now, now those people didn't have to pay road tax in any state other than South Australia. And so there they therefore they had a commercial advantage against the uh, the others. Others like my father, who weren't quite quite up to uh, speed with all that sort of stuff, went to jail. Um, so this this industry has been exceptionally good. You know, you, you, you would, uh, your career started from what I believe around the border area there in, um, 
in Albury. You know, like many yep. of those Green border truck. carriers. Yep, many of those border carriers. How many of them all had depots in in the early start of your career? The old interstate registration plates would have still been there, right? So yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, they, yeah. That, yep. So so, that, so they'd have a depot at Albury, um, so that they could then say that they took their, their trail to Albury, then turned around and run it back into Victoria. Um, to do a delivery, so it crossed the border. So it, 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 they were able to use their interstate registration plates, which were for which they only ever paid a registration fee for, fee on. There were and and the uh, third party insurance, and there was no um, stamp duty taxes or anything on that registration. So this this industry over the years, make no mistake, has been bloody expert at, at you know. And, and as Lynn said, now even to the day where you've got. Um, People that are uh, setting up uh, straw companies uh, and setting up their own employment aid, uh, uh, employment mm. companies even to provide drivers for their uh, for their um, for their transport companies. So um, if we can just sort of level the playing field and cut all that sort of stuff out, and I know one bloke that gets annoyed about leveling the playing field, but that's what we need. Um, and and uh, yeah, we'll be. Yeah, I, I've seen. I've seen. Uh, it was. It's very annoying in WA. You see a, a single drive Isuzu twelve pallet rigid with VV plates on it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realise that paddock. That truck crosses the paddock. Well, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. Well, well right, you know, right. VS or VV or whatever the interstate plates were. Now they've all gone to the heavy vehicle plates. I suppose yeah, so that has right. been. Well, the gone, so, pr- yeah, primary, so that. primary producer plates all over would be a pretty good thing, I think. Oh, primary producer uh, plates uh, are very interesting. Yeah, if you yeah, own a couple of horses yeah, and five acres, you're a primary producer. Mm. That's that's and, and and believe you me, that is happening over here everywhere. It's a plate. Huh. <laughs> I'll uh, I, I can tell you that straight out. But there's there's some very major companies around who have, uh, are doing exactly that, Yogi. They're uh, they've got a uh, five acre block somewhere other and. Um, yeah, um, that, that's happening. Yep, and, and that's happening. Mm. Yeah, so th- this will help, you know, bring a, a a legislative tool for operators to actually go in and make some changes. This is what we're where where we're at with this current legislation. Yep, it's um, self self regulation. That's really what it is. This yeah. industry, but it's self-regulation. As long as everybody agrees, which you know, that you know, and we are showing that we can agree on things. So you know, mm. it has a lot of promise. Yeah. No, it's interesting, and um, it is it is what we've got currently in in front of the parliament, and you know, hopefully it will get up there. Um, what what's your thoughts on if it doesn't? Where are we at? Again, um, again, well, well, we're looking at. There's nothing to prevent uh, if if the other uh, side of politics, right? Um, um, and then, you know, and I've heard it mentioned recently that maybe we're looking at a one a one term government with a Labor government, right? Um, there's nothing to stop the other side of politics from from putting up those pieces that they think are. Uh, tied inherently to the road transport industry themselves. Mm. So, so uh, 
there's, there's, you know, there's really going to be no stopper. <laughs> and I don't believe there should be, you know. If this doesn't get up, um, uh, you know, it, 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 when the industry's so united, there's no reason why we can't push the other side of politics to do uh, to do the do the job. Yeah. Are you restocking the fridge there, Yogi? No, 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 no. Sorry, carry on. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not you at all? No, it's not me at all. No, I didn't. Yeah. Pro- probably what, Sorry. If, what I was going to say one thing that unity does bring that is if if we don't get this up what 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 can we do as a united industry you know, if if we are united and we do stop oh. you know, if we well, what you know those options are still there if look if we've got something there now that can't get through and if the next step is then to introduce some legislation that is solely transport-based, um, m- maybe if, if it, um, you know, I, I think as an industry we have to probably make public of why why this legislation hasn't gotten through and who's standing in the way. Um, I, I do believe that something um, as strong as Razorback can't happen in that form again. I do believe the industry can stand together and uh, demand that we make change. Like we're we're asking at the moment. That's where we're at. So, you know, I I don't think we really want to get to the point where we have to demand it. I think people should have a bit of empathy towards any industry and say, well, that doesn't look right in, in its current form, so we should change that. We can do it with nursing. We can do it with teaching um, all these different industries that that can make a change. The the one thing for me that that stands out is that all of us that are going to work driving a truck every day, we're living in an industry where there's a huge amount of deaths involved in that industry. If it was anywhere else, it'd be a public outcry. So, you know, I don't I don't want it to get to the point where we need to demand what we need. It would be great to just see that. We're now asking, can can people please help? Yes, and I, from what I've, like I said, very much young and looking into this industry, what I've seen is uh, people going in, yelling and screaming, going, this is crap, we need this done, not happening. No one wants to be yelled and screamed at anymore. We're all in this together. So the more we can be unified, the better off this is going to be. Mm. And again, I'll, again, I'll repeat Glenn Stills' uh, mantra again: that, that there's far more that unites us than divides us. You know, it, yeah. and then when if, if we can all just, you know, pull ourselves a little bit to understand that, then we really have got a chance of, no matter what the legislation outcome is, we've got a chance to do it all ourselves. That's right. Yeah, and if we remain unit. In unity, that will happen, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So, but uh, right, chuck, chuck on a song here, Craig. We've got a bit going on in the background here. Yeah, is, that you, here. is that you <laughs> trying to um, restock your fridge or, or no, what is that? I didn't mean to do that. I, but <sighs> Those microphones. Amanda, Amanda can... tells me off, but anyway, I was just. I ran out of beer in one fridge, which was out of the back of the car, and I put a couple in the other fridge. Right? So anyway, I told you, I'm going to have a. We're going to have a song. We'll go to a song. I'm going, 
we'll check a few things out and then we'll come back. Right, right? We'll, 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 we'll be right, right back. Right, right. In everyone, that was the models out of mind, <laughs> out of sight. The models, right? Hey, do you remember I that, Yogi? Were you dancing? No, that? you would have been about seven. Oh, no, 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 eight. 
No, well, I was born in 76. 76. <laughs> we're, talking about, we're talking about 1979 here, and I was born in 76. That's right. So, so yeah, at, look. Yeah. So you weren't oh. at the local Blue Light Disco dance to that song then? Nah, not. See, I would end up in the 80s at Blue Light Discos, I would imagine. You know, right, eh? so somewhere yeah. into the 80s. All right, so, we'll pick some more yeah. of Amanda's tunes then when we... Want some oh, disco Am- music? Amanda will know what that song was, and uh, yeah, look, my disco music. Oh well, more Paul B. Genie, the man, the myth, the legend. Well, we love rockabilly, like that sort of talk. Rockabilly, <laughs> so yeah. We haven't. We yeah. didn't. We didn't get enough time to get your songs today because we've been. Oh, we didn't. We've been. We've, we're glad we've got a couple of guests on here tonight, and we're glad they're taking their time out of their Friday night. We were hoping this was a Thursday, but we understand this is a Friday, and we understand what we're talking about. So. Again, we appreciate your time here, gentlemen. So mm. thank you very much. I'm hoping this is going to plan. You know, you, you, um, I, I like the idea of uniformity. I mean, I, I like this, you know, I like to be together. I like the fact that we, you know, and I've learnt that. What I've learnt, that I thought I was doing an independent thing many, many moons ago, and I thought I could make a bit of a change, and it turns out you can't. You've got to work with somebody. Mm. My, the, my voice got swallowed up in a big pond that went nowhere and I really did come to that realisation a few years ago and hence why I joined the National Road Freighters Association. Yeah. yeah and again, and again, Yogi, I'll, I'll say it again, you know, if, if anybody had told me in 2016 that I'd be in the same room as Gordon McKinley, Warren Clark um, and, and, and various others all heading in the same direction and working for the same thing, I'd Thought you'd want your head red, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we, I didn't, I didn't know any of you lot then, you know, no. like uh, at all. And I felt like we were sitting in the west, looking at a camera, looking at these people in the east, going, "You just don't know what you're talking about. Mm. This is terrible." Mm. And then, so, so you kind of realise then, because you got skin in the game, you kind of realise then that we need to be working together. And, and, and we're this very is what lucky. I like to see. We're very lucky, Yogi, since you have come on board that you've helped to educate us all. <laughs> with your yeah, oh, with your Western ways, <laughs> yeah, which oh, I love yeah. the Western oh, ways. But you know, the, I was just on just on Yogi uh, educating people with their Western ways. I was a bit surprised that um, you let Paul the journey get away with um, uh, waxing lyrical about what a good Prime Minister Bob uh, Menzies was when uh, everyone Yogi's being a true Western Australian would know that the greatest Prime Minister that we had was. Yeah, in the Second World War was John Curtin. You know all about that, Yogi. So I just, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I actually only had a coffee with I had a coffee with John three days ago. To be honest with you, Chris. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, now, Chris, no, 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 Chris, I've, I've lived in WA. I've lived in WA since two thousand and four. I still don't know Aberdeen Street in Katami. Right, I don't know where it is. I know it's down there somewhere, right? So, so I don't well, have you, an identity, Chris. I grew up in the east, and I've been out in the west. So, so when when I want to bag out daylight savings, I live in WA. When I like daylight <laughs> savings, I'm from Victoria, right? So yeah, grew up exactly. in Gippsland, right? right? So yeah, yeah. started yeah. in trucking and, in Wangaratta, and 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 haven't and haven't and haven't um, only been a resident of Kittanning since 2004. You understand, like in all regional. Country towns like like you're nowhere near a local yet, you know. Like, but he, uh, ah, no, you know, that's right. You got another another thirty or forty years yet before you. I'm married a local. I'm married a local, and that then so we're, we're, that doesn't count. Yeah, <laughs> when, when we sure? go shopping, Amanda. 
Yeah, it does. When, when we go shopping, Amanda gets chatting in Woolies and I end up three aisles down with the, with the trolley and she catches up on the next aisle and we go three aisles down and she's still talking. So it's, it's, it's good. So, but, but, I, but I like living in Western Australia. I like living in country Western Australia. It has moulded my way of thinking about trucking. And I, and I honestly don't understand how you lot don't do it the way it should be, like here we do it in the West, you know. Like someone, someone's broken down, pull over. Someone stop, pull over. Someone waves, pull over. Someone wants something, stop. You know, like it's, there's some values that are still here in the West that, you know, I just can't see that get washed out in the East. And yeah. I, I think we need to be start. To, if, we're, if we're not working together at the top end, we'll never be together at the bottom end. Oh, that's pretty true, mate. Very deep too. Well, yeah. I'm trying, boys. I'm For trying. I'm Western trying. Australian so, on so a Friday I, night. Or oh, after, no, afternoon, no. in your case. A couple of warm stubbies down because they're in the fridge and not in the other fridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so, it's, yeah, that's what we want to see. Yeah. We want to see uniformity. Yeah. So, Chris, you're on your way to uh, Canberra tomorrow, and, Glenn, you're going to Canberra as well. Yes, yeah, we're all heading up to Canberra. Right, eh? So we were talking this afternoon, mate. Did you find that motel yet or not? No, 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 we've... Um, we actually had major traffic ja- drama here in Melbourne today, so I've put off my leaving till very early hours of the morning. Oh, right. Mate, you, you, uh, no, hang on. You had major traffic drama in Melbourne. Are you joking? What what happened? Did it rain? But like, when when no, the, yeah, when the drops on the Monash, the Monash stopped. Have, did it rain? I would have thought oh, the sun came goodness. out. That'd be a different oh, the, one, wouldn't it? No, no, no. Yeah. When the drops on the Monash, the Monash stopped. Like it's <laughs> terrible. My goodness, you had dramas in Melbourne. The the only place where you can drive through town with no traffic lights and yet you stop. <laughs> yes, um, I, I tried to leave and I sat in the car in the um, you know in the M1 car park for half an hour and I thought Jesus I'm not going to get anywhere tonight mm. <laughs> it ain't going to happen today. Oh. so it's funny my, my brother works in Coburg and he lives in Packenham right so he'll, he'll yeah. ring me when he's sitting on Eastlink and, I'll, and, I'll, and we'll be on the phone for half an hour and I've done 50 kilometres and he's done 5 yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, why do you do it to yourself? He's going, well, that's where work is. I'm like, it's terrible. Why do you pay tolls over there? You know, like, uh-huh. why? <laughs> another, another Wednesday night. Yeah. It's, it's like going into <laughs> Brisbane. There's a, a camera there at Forest Lake, I think, on the, what's that, the Logan. And I reckon 80% of the time I've passed under that, I've probably been doing less than five kilometres an hour. Yeah. And you still get stung yeah. for a toll. So it's pretty yeah. good, but yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. So we'll we'll closing the loophole chains all that? Oh definitely. You? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what, what what will it do? Will it make the tolls better? You know, well, well where will it be? They'll be fighting for that. If, I honestly believe what, that. What? If you if it doesn't save what? you time, you shouldn't be paying for it. Mm. No, well we'll that's half reasonable question anyway, Yogi, because what it might do, what it very well might do is if we can get this unity transformed into uh, a bit of legislative power, that, that let's just start to work on those things later on. You know, like the... Um, yeah, I, I totally, totally agree with you. Like, like there's no reason, you know, if, if, if the industry's taken seriously by government, we should then be able to put up a case 
as an industry to government to say, hey, listen, there's a problem here, you know, like, buddy, uh, why, are you, no why, one. Are you a, why are you charging us a toll? The minute the minute the speed sign changes on the on the speed sign on the freeway, stop the toll. You know, mm. like, buddy, yeah. or, 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 or the or. toll should change. To yeah, be less, yeah, just, yeah. It shouldn't be $800 to cross Melbourne. It should be maybe 500 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, so... So, uh, but that 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 is ideal. So, therefore, this is where it starts. So, is that what you're saying, Chris? This is where it yeah, starts. Yeah. We need it, it, to be it, uniform. It's, it's, this is this is the start of where you know what what can if we can get a bit of legislation through, close the loopholes, get an industry that's united, and yeah, all right, you know, um, the interstater can come on with his kumbaya stuff. That's fine, you know, like buddy. Uh, I mean, you know, that, that, that won't, won't worry me at all if you water off a duck's back, you know, like, buddy. Uh, yeah. But, but, uh, but, you know, you can do one of two things, you know. You can either, you know, get on board and, as I say, there's, there's nobody... I, I actually agree with some of what, what he had to say, actually, the interstate of what he uh, referred to um, with the uh, RSRT that um, when he was talking about how, how many loads would have been sitting there after a week, I actually actually totally agree with him on that. But, yeah, but you know, yeah. like like... It's no good harking back to that all the time. Like that's over and done with. It's, it's like it's like any other decision in politics. You know, like it's like like a, like Donald Trump arguing that he won the election. Well, he didn't. You know, like and, and you can argue it yeah. all you like, but but it, move on. You know, like but he. Uh, well, I suppose um, it's, it's like that Omni bill. Like it's done. We, you can't change that, can you? Well, well, it doesn't need to be changed. We need that through Yogi, and then and then it's just yeah. get cracking. You know, and then. There's still opportunities to fix things if they're not right. There's no reason why a cat This was the problem with the RSRP. The whole idea of the RSRP itself probably wasn't that bad, but it, it was the orders that were totally wrong. But instead of changing the orders, he threw the whole freaking thing out. Mm. You know, like, buddy, and Glenn Searles used my thing a fair few times where I've said we've threw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, like, buddy, uh, if, if, yeah. if we had it, just, we, just, we, 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 we were just hanging on at the end today. The orders were all we come, wrong. We come to the and, conclusion in WA, well, you might as well just bring it in. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you know, it's it, it sort of, but no one wants it. Like, because my, my safe rate is terrible, and no one wants it. Mm. But well, what are we going to do? Well, there's probably elements to it that are not too bad. Mosles bring it in, and it, I mean, it come in and then left, well, you know. So yeah. well, well, that, that 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 was the whole thing, you know. Like like the uh, the answer was get rid of the whole thing rather than rather than uh, fine tune it, you know. Now now, hopefully, that's exactly the the, the mistake we won't be making with the uh, closing loopholes bill, you know. That, that yeah, uh, we'll, we'll be able to fine tune it as we go along. Once we've got the and and Glenn used this uh, analogy before, and I think he's half stolen from. Gordo uh, McKinley, that um, the the uh, the legislation will be the gearbox, right? That'll that'll be the gearbox. So, and there'll be all different moving parts of all that that you know need to be put in the right places to be able to keep things moving forward. If you put something in the wrong place, well, you can take it out and turn it around and change it and put it in the right place, you know. Um, and 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 that's 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 where it'll be. The legislation will be the gearbox to get the industry moving forward. Well, let's let's hopefully it's three nines, not five sixty. <laughs> <laughs> let's get it done. Let's get it done. Moving quickly. I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, well, if, if there's one, if there's one, if there's one message that I'll uh, try and deliver in Canberra tomorrow is um, 
that, that goes along that lines, Yogi, and um, to any of the senators that might be there, you know, like this whole process started, you know, NAFRA started going to these uh, industry standards forums in Canberra in 2019. We went to the Senate uh, things in Canberra in 2019. We've been to other industry convoys in Canberra. We've been to the closing, the pre- presentation of the closing loopholes bill in Canberra. Canberra might be a really nice place, but you know what? We're sick of going to friggin' Canberra. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard work to get around. It's hard work to be there. Everyone's on hunger strike in Canberra. It's no good. We don't want to go there. We want to get it done and get out of there. Yeah, so so um, that's going to be my message tomorrow. Let's just get this thing done. Right, right. Just, just get it right, done. Right, well, we're coming, we're coming up to the top of the hour, gentlemen. Uh, we again, we appreciate you being on. Is is um, look, like, I mean, if, if you if you're not involved, should you get involved? If you're not going to a convoy, come down and have a look tomorrow. Like, what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, one, what one thing I will one thing one thing I will urge. It's it's obvious that, that you know we understand that you know people. It's, it's, it's not the best time of the year to be asking people to do this sort of thing, and I, I, it's yeah, only by it's only by by fluke that works presented itself that I'm able to do it. Um, uh, you know, Glyn's taken a bit of effort to do it. All right, we understand totally that the reality is that there's not going to be many more of uh, outside of the industry there than, than, than us. But there's going to be plenty of chance on social media, um, on the TWU social media place, on the NAFRA, and I'm not a social media person, I don't know how any of it works, so... Uh, <laughs> I'll yeah. have to leave it up to Glenn and others to do it, but there's going to be plenty of places there to have a say, and because I'm telling you now, apparently, from what I'm being told, I don't know, because I'm not definitely yeah. not a social media person, but they tell me that for sure the politicians take notice of social media. So if all of a sudden there's 100 people on there saying, get this friggin' thing done, um, yep. all of a sudden that'll that'll have an influence, and, and, and probably even a bigger influence, than what it will look by us turning up there. You know, like, buddy, uh, if mm. people can just yeah, do that, on. Get, get on that social media thing and and, and, and put your thoughts out there. You know, either way. Like, like if, if you reckon it's a, a croc, then say it, you know, but at least get involved. But you, you use... now and don't, don't say when it's all done that, oh, shit, we didn't have a chance to get involved because you had it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what what's in place is in place as we speak. So, therefore, going forward, we must understand. And this is, yeah, well, I think we've learned a little bit here tonight. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate uh, appreciate what you've uh, what you said. Mm. It's been yeah, good. And, um, can, can I, I, I was also, anybody who is really, really interested in how this is going to work, come along to our conference in Shepparton. Yeah, mm. because we will have all the major players of the closing of the loophole at that conference, and it, yep. it, it will be um, right at the pivotal moment where um, we're expecting it to either be just after or just before the voting, the, you know, the final voting on this bill. So, um, what's the date for that, Glenn? The tenth of February in Shepparton. Yeah. And it's at the Shepparton yep. Truck Museum. Yeah, it's at museum. the um, yeah, it's at the um, it's the, woolshed, the, um, the woolshed. Yeah. The woolshed. Museum of 
Museum of Vehicle Evolution in Shepparton, and it's really, uh, if you get to know the reason, go and have a look at that, even if you don't come to Yeah, come, come, and, really come and voice your opinion. Shepparton yep. is ideally located for everyone that can get to anywhere, and it's straight up the road and straight down the road. And, but more than anything, go and have a look at that museum, of the Evolution Museum. It's really, it's a, it's a good place, and uh, full credit to the National Road Freighters for for uh, pulling that one off. So, yeah, you've done well. Because mm-hmm. yeah, if, if it's... Um, it, there's only a couple more weeks, sitting weeks left, I think, or another week. And if um, nothing happens this year, then it won't be happening till then. So, you know. mm. yeah. So you come it's along, and voice your opinion. You may even be able to have a um, one-on-one conversation with with any particular crossbencher who may be um, against the bill. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe cross. Yeah, mm. yeah we're, we're hoping to get as many of them there as possible. Yeah, so it's, it's looking like a good turnout so far. There's we've got quite a few pollies coming, and um, the ones that don't, we'll be making sure that they um, have a bit of pressure on them to understand that this is the event they don't want to miss out on. Yep, mm. I think that's. Uh, I think they uh, they need to understand that, Craig, and if they need a bit of pressure on them, mm. so yeah. So we do have a very broad cross-section of um, the industry turning up already and that's the invitations have only just gone out to our VIPs and politicians so you know there's been a lot of um, positive replies from that um, yeah, Righto. So, yeah. Just, just on a quick just on a quick note on the political side of it and I don't want to be too political about it at all but it's, it's uh, been interesting that um, uh, in those meetings we've had in Canberra the National Party have actually been quite receptive to uh, some of what we've been saying. Um, Senator, somebody as conservative as Senator McCannavan was actually more than interested in uh, what we've been uh, saying. And, um, yeah, so uh, if, if they could just sort of nudge their uh, allies on that side of the fence in the right direction, well, you know, there's, there's a chance yet. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, again, it, it is... Um Amazing what when you talk to your local representation about what they do support, but when they get to Parliament House, they they seem to have a different view. So they need to be encouraged that um, people are watching and they do see what they say on one one side of the fence and what they do on the other side of the fence. And I can tell you now, if that's your politician that you voted for, I'd be very questionable about their their ability to represent you. So go back to them and tell them, what, you know, I'm watching. I'm seeing what you do and what you say. And, you know, they may change their behaviour. Um, real, real quick before we go to the top of there, I've got a couple of minutes. So if we haven't put the text message line on or the phone in line, but yeah. 0491-825-633, if you want to send a text, send it in if you kind of like what we're talking about or don't like what we're talking about, there is still an option mm. to do it. So I know we should have done that at the top of the hour. But, oh, uh, we did that a bit early, Yogi. You were probably stuck right in your fridge or clean up the mess you made there. <laughs> <laughs> I was running a bit late. We had a bit of a miscommunication issue on what time we were going oh, to start tonight again. Yeah. This afternoon in the evening. But right, all right, job's on. Thank you, gentlemen. We'll let you be where you need to be. Um. Yeah. Well. How do you? How do you? You're all good there, Craig. We're all good. It, it is. Um, we're very close. Nine o'clock. So we might go to the news anyway. And um, yeah. Thanks. Um. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Glenn, for 
been involved in this tonight um, and and maybe promote that anyone that wants to go there tomorrow and um, support one of those convoys in your capital cities, look it up. It's on the National Road Freighters Association webpage or, uh, sorry, Facebook page. Is there anywhere else that people might find that information, Glenn? Uh, that's that's probably it for us for yeah. now, mate. Yeah, we're, we're we're not really technical people. Oh, we well we run on a fairly skinny budget too. So that's it. That's it. Um, <clears throat> and my thanks, my thanks to both you gentlemen too for uh, for you know sensible and uh, reasonable uh, questions about the whole thing. And uh, if anybody else is you know any of the people who want to text in with other stuff that they want us to answer, more than happy to do our best to do it later on. Well, they can they can text in uh, Chris, and we can come back to this on another day and and have another yeah, conversation we, about it. So we'll follow up Wednesday. On, yeah. you know it is something that we'll follow up on. Not tomorrow night, not on Saturday night. There won't no, be a follow up on this. It's happy yeah. happy days, happy days on Saturday night. So, but anyway, it's been good. Um, yeah. So again, just thanks to Queensland Queensland Rail. Know your trucking height. You it definitely does have. matter. Yeah. Right, guys. We'll go to the news. Uh, if you two would like to just hang on there for a second, and um, yeah, we'll talk to you again tomorrow night. Hey, Yagi, we don't say that very often, do we? Oh, see, I'll see you tomorrow. Two nights. Oh, 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 I've got to work tomorrow, but I should not be late. Oh, All going be, well. You'll be right. <laughs> another another hot day in the west. Another beautiful harvest day. Another harvest pen. <laughs> yeah, heat heat wave in the west. They say. Yeah, well, that fire's gone out. I can see sun going down, so the smoke's gone. So for a little bit, I'm breathing a little bit easier here in the West here now. Right. So it's all good. So, right. Thanks, um, thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Chris. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll thanks, be back. Fellas. We'll be back tomorrow night.